Hey y'all, welcome to Moms Inspiring Moms podcast. I am your host, Wendy Conyers, and I am so excited to have you here with me. Episode three, I want to be an oak tree. Several years ago, there was a sermon that I was listening to by Holly Furtick that stood out to me so much that I remember quickly grabbing pen and paper and writing things down as fast as I could. The thoughts were just racing through my mind and I was writing those down as fast as I could. Bible verses writing down as fast as I could and just being filled with excitement and joy because I knew that all of these things I was I was writing down at the time were going to be things that were going to stick with me and help me grow as a person. And when I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about today, I knew without a doubt, 100% that that is exactly what I was supposed to share is those things that have helped me. During that sermon, she did a comparison of an orchid and an oak tree, and we're going to talk some about that. But I want to start with just saying that I don't know about y'all, but I have definitely had my fair share of struggles with handling my emotions throughout my life. Some of it may come from growing up and just not having the right tools to really know how to respond to things, um, figuring out who I was and all of that. And so I find myself still today trying to grow and learn in that area of life and how I deal with things, how I perceive things and how I respond to things. Every single one of us, I don't care who you are, is definitely going to come across some sort of chaos in life, some type of frustration or hiccup that's unexpected. And when we're talking about the orchid and the oak tree, we're going to talk about how we respond to those things in our life. I don't want to be an orchid, y'all. I want to be an oak tree. I'm going to tell you why. If you've never had an orchid, then you probably don't know how complicated they are. They are very complicated plants. I thought it would be fun when I was looking at my notes to just look up and Google what you have to do to take care of an orchid. I personally have never owned one, probably because my husband knows better than to buy me one because yeah, it probably wouldn't last more than a day. So I'm going to share some of the things that I found that I thought y'all would think was funny too. It was quite hilarious to me. Um, (laughs) That are the suggested ways to take care of an orchid to give it the longest lifespan that it can have, you know? Okay. So the first thing that I found was that you should buy a humidistat. A humidistat checks for moisture. Also, you should buy a humidity tray to ensure high humidity. (laughs) Okay, this one seriously made me laugh. You should also buy a fan to increase air circulation and move your orchid around occasionally so one spot isn't overblown. Um... I don't even take that great of care of my family, (laughs) y'all. Okay, this made me laugh too. You should buy a thermometer so you can check for temperature range. Make sure to water your orchid with a spray bottle. Please take special care not to get the leaves wet, and if you do, gently dab them with a cotton swab. (laughs) I think you get the point here that if we are like an orchid, we're going to be very complicated very needy, difficult to understand or anticipate, up and down and all around. 
the type of people that everyone feels like they have to walk on eggshells around. They never know how they're going to react. Now, an oak tree, on the other hand, is a pillar of strength. You don't have to go out and water it or spray it with a water bottle. You don't have to check the temperature of it. You're not going to put a fan around it. An oak tree is strong and it withstands all weather. They are not needy. Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8 says this, Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. Think about that, y'all. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. It doesn't fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought. We need to go to him. If we want to be that oak tree, if we want to flourish in all seasons, we need to go to him first and give him our troubles. Let me ask you this. When life's frustrations come at you, how do you deal with them? Can you deal with them in a healthy way? But more importantly, do you live like what is beyond your control is in his control? We have to own our emotions and overcome the excuses to just simply crumble. When we go to God first, we can be rooted in something deeper. When you look up the symbolism of an oak tree, you will see that there's a definition that says it is considered a cosmic storehouse of wisdom embodied in its towering strength. Now I think you can see why I want to be an oak tree. I want to be a storehouse of wisdom embodied in strength, y'all. I want to be that person for all of those around me, especially my husband and my children. I challenge you this week, especially with tomorrow being Monday, I challenge you that when one of life frustrations comes up, I challenge you to review the actual situation before you respond, put it into perspective, and remain grateful for all you have. Think about how you're going to react. Dig those roots in deep before you respond. For instance, last week I spilled, I actually had a nice coffee cup with what I thought was a great lid. And when I went to take a sip out of the coffee, I quickly learned that the lid did not seal properly to the inside of the cup. And at least I would say eight ounces poured out onto me all down the front of my shirt. And so I think about times like that and my reaction and how my children see me react. Do I scream? Do I cry? Or do I stand strong and firm and say, you know what? This is part of life. This is going to happen. These things are going to happen. And it's about how we react. So everybody hang tight. Mama needs to run inside and change her clothes. Yes, we're going to be a few minutes late, but we're not going to panic. This is just life. And this is how we're going to have to be. Like I said, it's not going to be perfect. We're not perfect, but are we poised? Can we stand strong? Can we go to God first the way that he wants us to in the way that we need to? Or are we just going to completely crumble? As women, wives, and moms, 
It is so important that we hold a leadership role and that we stay strong and that we go to God first. Maybe our family will follow after us, you know? Now, let's be real for just a second. We all love a little bit of drama, right? Whether it's on TV or in a good book. But in real life drama, it is exhausting to everybody around us. Let's get a grip on that, y'all. And I also want to challenge y'all to think about some of the things that we put on ourselves that cause us our own problems. Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I know I've done it in the past. Um, for example, let's say, I don't know if it was my oldest child or my second oldest child. Um, if you don't know, I have four children, um, baby to uh, nine years old now. But anyways, it was some years ago. I think I was throwing a birthday party. And I remember being so stressed out and causing stress on my husband and some of those around me. And looking back now, all I can do is laugh because I've definitely grown and learned from that. And I really try not to do things like that anymore unless I know that it's for the good and it's not something that is going to stress me out. But looking back on that now, I'm like, I was the only one who wanted to have that party, yet I acted like everything was everybody else's responsibility or their fault or they needed to help me or they need to figure out how... I shouldn't be stressed or how to decrease my stress. And that's so funny to me now because I did that to myself. I hear friends and family members often say things that they're so stressed about or so worried about. And it's things that they are literally putting on themselves, nobody else. You know, we're in control a lot of times of our choices and, you know, the things that we do and the things that we spend our time on. Yet, some of us will plan things or put things into our life that just don't fit or are not the right time and wear ourselves so thin that we literally are, you know, short on sleep, which also doesn't help when it comes to our emotions. And then we're definitely not going to God. We're exhausted. All we want to do is cry. We have scheduled ourselves so thin that we can hardly think straight. And so I also just want to challenge some of y'all tonight to Sit down and cut some of those things out. And if you feel yourself stressing about something, think about what the cause of it is. Are you scheduling that thing that's got you stressed out or you're not sure how you're going to make it to that? Or are you putting pressure on yourself to be something that is just unrealistic? Cut those things out, y'all. And I think that, you know, the way that you respond to things will come a little bit easier and be a little bit better when you're not so maxed out. I'm going to end with this. Philippians 4, verse 6 through 7 says, Don't worry about anything. Instead, tell God about everything. Ask and pray and give thanks to Him. Then God's peace will watch over your hearts and your minds because you belong to Him. I hope everybody has an amazing week. Thank you so much again for being here. Don't forget, we are official as of now on iTunes. I'm so excited. Hopefully, many of you are listening through iTunes. We are going to start now that we are officially published. 
um, putting names in a drawing for anyone who gives feedback and does a review. Your name's gonna go into a hat or a drawing um, to possibly win a prize. So I look forward to that and seeing your reviews and your feedback and I can't wait to be with you again next week.